0: Power Canadian lifters. Pure passion, real results, what you put in your body should matter. Pure Vita Labs PVL supplements are clean, tested, and approved, powering athletes for over 25 years. They also power the KOTL Podcast. You could trust PVL. Use code KOTL15 for partnership pricing at PVL.com.
1: All right, welcome to another episode of King of the Lifts. This is a special episode since I'm your host, but of course, we have Ryan Sixpack Lapidat here, and we have uh, one of the Sabato boys now. We lost uh, Joey, he's past his bedtime, you know, he's got to go to sleep, but of course we, we have Jerns, so thanks Jerns for sticking around with us. We already did the men's recap, so if you haven't listened to that, go listen to that one. This one's going to be the women's recap. Um, so we'll get right into it, starting with the 47 kilo class. Uh, first place from France was Tiffany Chapon 407.5 kilos. Second place, also from France, Stephanie Lagarde, 355 kilos. And then third place from Spain was Ana Lores Fernandez, 347.5 kilos. Who wants to start us off on this one, Ryan or Jurens?
0: Uh, do you want to kick us off, Arian? Because I just saw the highlights on this one.
1: Sure, I I didn't watch this one. Um, I was in uh up in New Jersey training some of my clients, so I didn't watch all the sessions. But for this one, I had picked uh, Tiff for first, Steph for second, and Emma for third. So Emma uh didn't quite uh keep up with them, being at 322.5, where Anna from Spain did three forty seven point five. So great progress there from Anna being able to go nine for nine, get the silver and squat, get the bronze and the deadlift and bronze overall. Um also for Stephanie Lagard, since she is a master's lifter, she broke the master's one world record total at 355. So great uh, progress from her there. And Tiff is kind of, I didn't watch the lifting, but it was kind of what I expected. It was she was purposely going to hold back and not go over the world record total to save that for Sheffield. So uh, I don't know, maybe Jerns can let us know whether she made the, uh, missed these attempts or if she passed on them, but she ended up with the 407.5 in the end.
2: No, um, no she missed them. So, okay. again, as I said, I think I said this to you guys in the preview, since when have you ever known the French to hold back? Mm. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I think it was because this is what the first uh, flight, the first weight class of um, the seniors, that refereeing again, as I said, they've been tough across. Do you know what I mean? And then did get into the liftism, uh, head as well. No matter how uh, elite you are, let's not forget, Tiff is no veteran. Do you know I mean, as much as she's strong as she is, she's the best lifter in IPF. But when you think about her lifting experience, she's not a veteran. right? So things like that can easily get into our head. And yeah, I think she did not hold back, especially with um, uh, well, the deadlift. I think she went for it. It just wasn't there on the day. But at the same time, as well, like she was miles ahead. Do you know what I mean? Even if she missed three attempts or two attempts on um deadlift and she missed one bench she missed one squat and two deadlifts so that's like four so you you it's, it's really strange to see someone like teeth to go five by nine you know it's really really strange but it happened to the best of them all but again because she was a uh that did not really affect her at that point as well it's still she was leading all the ladies in terms of best lifters so yeah
0: yeah, I would uh, just to throw a couple of comments in there. I think it might have been, I'm not sure if she was, you know, in terms of training going all out like she was for Worlds and, and some of the other ones. So sometimes you show up, and if you haven't been emptying the tank, but you load up like you are in terms of your temp selection, this could happen as well. I, I, I've i been following her training, but not quite as closely. Um, like, I don't think she was posting with the same frequency, so it was a little tougher to see, but she was obviously going to be strong. Like, no matter what, turbo tiff on any given day, right? Like, if she had opposition there where they had to pick, you know, lifts that maybe were a little more, a little tighter on attempt temp selection because someone was chasing her and she was tight, well, then she might have t- chose some different lifts. But, Having said that, with a 407.5, now she's hit into the 420s. She's gonna have to return to that when she faces Heather Connor, when she faces off again with Jessica's coming from the U.S. Maybe it's Heather and Jessica, maybe it's just Heather, maybe it's just Jessica. We don't know, but the 47s are gonna be far too stacked in 2023 Malta to have an off day. You she will not get away with an off day and win in malta that much i can guarantee you because jess from the u.s if she's going forward she's hit i think 412 and a half and yep. she's a she's also a junior and could be close to 420 herself by the time malta or maybe a little more that's only seven and a half kilos for her very realistic for her to do that if you got 247s in the 420s No more off days coming soon. I'll tell you that right now. I don't want to turn this into a preview show six months in advance for Worlds. So I'll put a bit of it there. But that was a pretty good breakdown, gentlemen, of the 47s that you gave, Aaron.
1: Yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely good point. I went and added the third attempts and it would have came out to 423.5. So it would have been below the world record total, but obviously they would have been pushing it. So, um, yeah, as far as what Jordan was saying, like they actually tried these attempts and they were pushing it and trying to go close to, you know, her best total. I was looking at her Instagram right now and she had post 410, 420 gym totals, a uh, 160 squat. So yeah, not mm. sure. She has posted some, but not sure what was the issue, but yeah, it definitely makes it interesting. Um, plot line now for sheffield like she has to break that world record total to be able to be competitive with leah and these other uh female lifters and then based on what she does at sheffield we'll see about worlds um anything else jerns you want to add
2: no I, I think um again i think i'm, I'm going to just mention a quick one on um definitely being the master coming coming up against these young lifters um we're gonna have to mention in terms of like experience there so I think she brought up a really, really good performance there because even though she missed a sec- when she missed her second attempt squat yeah. and she went on the third and went up went up the weight, and me, I was sitting I'm thinking, hang on, when you're a master, you miss your first, second attempt, would you go up or would you be conservative? You'll probably be like, hmm, let me be a little bit conservative, let me just take it again. But she went up, she was too confident about it, and got it, and literally, like, that was a bosey performance right there, plus she walked away with the master record, so yeah.
0: Yeah, she might have been, I mean, she, it was close for that silver, so she might have thought she needed those kilos. Also, I don't know what the master record was going in, but she also might have been like, I can't lose pace if the master record was something that she was eyeing, so yeah, I mean, hats mm. off to her, man. It paid off. It, it, it might not have, but it yeah. did on that day.
1: Yeah, Masters won um 351 it was her own record 351 so she broke away 352.5 and then 355 on that day so yeah she maybe felt like she needed that two and a half kilos Mm -hmm. um moving on to the 52 kilo class this one was pretty pretty stacked i mean even like one through six as far as being able to get on the podium and one of the few weight classes where i actually got all my picks right i picked one through five and i got them right a lot of the other weight classes you know some of my picks (laughs) are way up but first place from France, Noemi Alibert, 437.5 kilos. Second place from Netherlands, Plune Deckers, 421 kilos. Uh, third place from Serbia, Aleksandra Aranatovic, 415 kilos. And then even fourth place, Sarah Klein from Germany, 400 kilos. Fifth place from France, Allison Wet, 390 kilos. And even down in sixth, like I said, Victoria Druzdiaka from Ukraine, 387.5 kilos. So great competition here. Uh, who wants to start off on this one?
2: I can jump in. I can on go this. on this one. Okay, go ahead. I'm oh, going You sure? Okay. Um, on this one is like um, I think now Naomi played the professional game here, right? So four hundred thirty-seven and a half. That's if I'm right, Aaron. That's zero point five kilo off the world record that she she hold.
1: So I think. Record,
2: yep, four thirty-eight. Yeah. Yeah, I I think for her to hold back and hit 4.37 and a half, to me, is just like, you got to give her team credit to this because for them to know, oh, yeah, yeah, hold on, stop there. Don't come out for your last deadlift. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Despite despite going eight for nine officially, she had a perfect day. Yeah, a perfect day. and I mean, for people that are home listening to this, as a lifter, Especially when you know I've got it in me. For you to be stopped, not to come out for your last, it takes a lot of balls, right? And it takes a lot of restraining in terms of like, you know, I'm not going to come out. Because at the end of the day, you picked for this, you trained for this. You know, on that day, you're just a loose cannon. You just want to go there and then let it all out. And for her to just put the brakes, say, that's enough you got to give it to her because everyone you've seen, I mean, we've seen Joy smashing the world record in uh, the Arnold's, you know, and you've seen some of them smashing world records and, I mean, same Tiff did in South Africa. She did not just break the world record, she crushed it. Do you know what I mean? So, for her to put a foot in there, you got to give it to her. Yes, I think my pick was, I picked Alison to come, I think, third, but she ended up getting 3.90 there. I think it was just the other day. But at the same time, didn't su- surprise everybody. didn't surprise anyone. We all all knew. You know, I'm sure in the preview we were talking about North f- 4.30 or for, uh, for even getting... We were even mentioning how potentially getting 4.40. Because again, on that day, when you look on the squad, she had a strength for that. World record squad. You know? I mean, who else would have known when you see someone coming and challenging Naomi on that on that squad? And she got a world record on that. And uh, the deadlift for her, I think I think they opened a bit too heavy. You know, because I watched it the first time, and they won the second. Uh, I mean, only, what, I think 7.5 kilos, couldn't get it. And then the, she came out again, she couldn't get it. I, I think they want not a bit too heavy on that, because she went three on the score, three on the bench. It's just the deadlift wasn't there. But again, um, probably you mentioned the same thing as Tiff. If Naomi is not on form leading tomorrow to next year, these ladies will be challenging for the top spot. But at the moment, moment, as Ryan probably, you always said, she's Mrs. Perfect. So, yeah. Talking
0: about um, Noemi, what are you going to say? In the 52s, she's just a phenom. She's the queen of the 52s and it's undisputed. The 52s are absolutely stacked we talked about the Commonwealth Championship and that recap with Eric Helms with Megan Lee Smith, who, gutsy enough, went for the world record in her last poll. And she was close. She's close to hitting it from New Zealand. 52s are stacked. But Megan Lee Smith, Floon, you know, Shizuka Rico from France as well, who wasn't here on this day, they mm-hmm. might battle out for the world record. But this indication would show you Noemi could hit the world record sleepwalking without coming out for a last dead. She doesn't need all nine lifts to take the world record. That's how good Noemi is. She's a, she's a, amongst outliers. She's special. Even amongst them. That's how special she is. The rest of the 52s are stacked though. Mm-hmm. Um, hats off the plug. You know, she broke the world record yet again. I talked to her in the DMs briefly afterwards to say congratulations. And she was like, Wasn't really the day I wanted. My dead wasn't there. And I was like, yeah, but that squat is though, huh? What a reliable friend that squat has been for Plun. How many times has she broken that squat world record in the 52s? Um, Plun, I think you're right, Jurens. Opened maybe a little heavy on the deadlift, looking at her previous best deadlift. I mean, if you look at her 57 kilo deadlift, she wasn't filled out at 57. She was at 54 and change. Was around 178. But if you look at her previous 52 kilo deadlifts, it was like 172.5-ish. And you're right to do 170-ish, I think, was it 170? Uh, Yes, for a second, that's awfully close to her PR 52 kilo pull. So I think in terms of, yeah, maybe just a little too heavy there. And, And look, we all get a little ambitious. Maybe she's training a little heavier, but the weight cut might impact her differently. You know, because we know the difference between 52 kilo and 54 kilo point, whatever, is not a lot. But it it really damages her deadlift, apparently. Or maybe just she gets more fatigued after cutting because by the time deadlift rolls around. And when she's in the gym, she doesn't feel the fatigue. I don't know what it is. But if she can get the deadlift on point, she's a for really real threat, at least to the other ladies. And let's talk about the other ladies for a second. Holy shit, Seka showed up from Serbia. Me and Arian got the one, two, threes right in the 52s. Seca had hit 435 in the gym, and um, we're telling. I mean, I've been telling everybody for years. You guys better watch out for this lady when she comes back onto the international scene. COVID injuries prolonged her comeback, but a comeback it was. And um, take a look at the the standings here. She had missed her second squat, ends up only going up two and a half kilos for her third. Miss her third bench. It wasn't, if she starts hitting like she can hit, and she can squat more than she squatted on that day. She can bench more than she benched on that day. If she hits the way she wants to hit, she's in the 420s. I expected her to be around this total on this day and get a bronze, and she did, but this is really a warm-up for her for Malta. And when we get to Malta, we're going to have Megan Lee Smith from New Zealand who can hit into the 430s. Maybe the 420s. Let's say 420s with because Malta to um, New Zealand to Malta is an absolutely terrible flight. Let's say 420s. You could have three ladies in the 420s, maybe more in the 52s, and then and then you've got Noemi as well on top of that in the 430s, 440s. Even it's a fucking crazy 52 kilo class, and I don't know who who's going to come in through America. They're going to have to battle it out, but America's always stacked as they usually are. Man, what are we talking about here? It's the 52s. It's it's insane. It's a battlefield. The fear 52 kilo lady, um, looking at some of the other 52s in this class. Sarah Klein, quality also 400 and up. You know, Allison from France as well. I mean, freaking France is stacked all the way through. It was a good showing in the 52s. Mm-hmm. What do you what do you think in there, fellas?
1: Yeah, I mean, same thing as you guys are thinking. I was just pulling up Sarah Klein's uh, open palpatin real quick. Yeah, she had done. in uh, South Africa. So she now she hit 400. So all all these ladies are progressing nicely. With Allison from France, it seems like maybe something was off that day because her, it could have been for squat. It could have been depth because her squat strength was down. She passed on her third after missing her second. On bench, she's done like 101. She missed 100, but she still got the gold. And then Delph, it seems like maybe she opened up a little heavy because her PR is 160. And at the last meet at Girl Power, she did a 160 and missed 165. And here she's opening up 160. So who knows what they were thinking as far as her strength level. She just couldn't keep up with the other ladies. Um, but yeah, with Seko, we had we had predicted that she did 435 in the gym. We just want to know as far as traveling, making weight, hitting depth. She missed on depth on the second squat, 145. She still went up to 147.5, got on the third, and then was able to, you know, put the big bench and delve together um, to get that bronze medal. So great on her. Noemi, yeah, smart plan, save it for Sheffield. We don't want to go into a preview, but like if you start thinking about it, it's like like these other weight classes may be difficult to break the world records. If you're Bonica, if you're Amanda Lawrence, um, now if you're Jess, if Agata gets in there um, for the 63s, if Leah goes 69, no one's going to break the 63s. Joy and Jad push the 57s really high. We see a little bit of a crack in Tiffany, you know, whether she's going to be able to, you know, get to 427 or whatever she needs to break the world record. So Naomi holding back may put her into a contention to being you know first second or something like that as far as sheffield so smart move by her and uh yet yeah, being able to hit 437.5 on eight lifts pretty comfortably it's great progress for it's her insane, going forward man. It's insane
2: man the same thing i, she, I think she did she did help back as well at the Arnold's, isn't it in the uk the same thing yeah. she did she didn't go all out so she, she held back so i think to me is uh again as i said in the beginning she's she's a professional when it comes to that so yeah yeah because her crazy. best was uh
1: her best was march when she hit 445 and then uh yeah at the arnold she only did 432.5 so um and back then it was her dela the 195 del helped her get the the 445 so right now she only hit 185 so that's already showing you know if she had done 195 at this week in the europeans that would have been a pr total for her
0: or she probably yeah. she probably could do more now so i mean yeah, that's crazy
1: yeah, yeah. Um, moving on to the 57 kilo class we had another good battle here as far as the podium you know second third place but the clear favorite first place uh, gold medal from great britain bobby butters 483 kilos silver medal from italy alessandra cernigliaro 430 kilos and then bronze medal from georgia sopico cavan with 410 kilos who actually Fourth place was also four hundred and ten kilos. It just came down to body weight there. Who wants to take it away on this one?
0: You could do that I if mean, you want,
2: Aaron. On this one, um, Aaron, even if you look at the, you no, know, the fifth, the person that can fifth one, she's she total four hundred kilos. So I mean, if you remove Bobby Butter that was on the leg of our own, you know, you, you remove the, the silver medal. From the bronze all the way to the fifth person, anyone could have jumped there, so it just that's how interesting this battle was with Bobby. I was just, um, uh, this was a bit funny when he, she came out for a second attempt deadlift, she tiptoed the deadlift, she was on her tiptoes. She was like, I just forgot, you know, and my legs went up. I was like, What happened? <laughs> so, and then she came back out and she hit the same way, easily, pretty easy, but at the same time, again. Because we didn't have uh, Joy from Great Britain, that class, I and mean, even in the preview we said it, it was for her to lose. And she just cruised through it. And um, I think she, she... Didn't she increase our world record score? I think she did. Yes, she did. 185.5 is her 185.5, yeah. yeah. So she increased that. But again, with uh, 483.5... I know we're talking about the child, and we're talking about it. we're probably going to touch child, we'll and talk, we'll talk about Joy, and we'll talk about the um, the lady in America that's coming to PA and that. I mean, no, all of them mentioned. are, yeah, all of them are 500, but again, Bobby is not a name that people should forget, or is not a name should, people should not mention, because 483 and a half, if you give her a little bit more on that deadlift, we know she can bench. We know she's a squatter. So and in Martin next year, I see why I know she can be in that conversation again. So again, I think it was one of those class where it was great to watch because she was on the leg of her own and her being great, of course, 100% behind her, was creamy malanga. Um, I think the fight with um, um, bronze, that fight was really interesting because the full 10s weren't like they they got the the lady that go fourth, she missed but they both missed literally the last two deadlifts. So it was like one this one missed, the other one missed. Like, okay, hopefully someone will get the last one. Right. And then they both miss. So yeah, it was really interesting to watch. Very, very interesting. Good battle.
0: Yeah, and just put perspective on Bobby Butters, like she is very much it. I know to your point, Natalie Richards from the US she hit 501 slightly over 57 kilo joy is hit uh 495 and then Jad jack up we'll leave this a big breakdown for the other pre- juniors but she hit 495.5 is now the world record holder in the open however and i know 483 is a stitch behind these ladies however 43 would have won the open world championships this summer just to give everybody perspective she would be an open world champion if she hit that in south africa she's close enough to the big 3 that if somebody drops the ball she's going to take your medal and all of them might come down at the world championships which does happen and we've seen happen and she just has to have a good day and she could t- she could become a world champion and her medal could be gold so bobby butters is close enough and she can she can continue to to improve upon that um, alessandra from italy i know does a lot of training as well and equipped um, I don't know if she was fully committed into the classic, but, you know, netting herself a silver medal with a four thirty is a pretty good total on, on her end. I, I'm, I, I want to say she might've been at the world Games, or maybe she's at the, I'm not sure if she's at the world championship equipped, but she's had a pretty tough schedule. I believe if I'm not mistaken, um, either, or she's a, she's one of Italy's shooters is it's a pretty good class. And then we'll get into,
1: yeah, she you know, just did a uh, open world. She got fourth place there
0: there it is there it is i mean that I was like freaking a week a week and a half earlier <laughs> so i mean she missed a few lifts here and there but her body was probably beat up coming out of equipment but yeah bobby butters with a very respectable breaking the world record um squat and a respectable showing coming out with a 483 sir would you like to take us into the 63s or
1: well, yeah, so i was gonna add a good point for that you mentioned that that total would have won worlds since it was 480.5 and 480 um between J- uh, joy and uh jad so like she continues to keep putting little kilos here two and a half kilo pr on the squat two and a half kilo pr on the bench press you know if she can keep adding a little bit more maybe she's at like let's say 490 at worlds and all these other lifters are big delifters. Uh, Natalie Richard, Jad, and Joy are all big delifters. But, like, you know, if they're trying to fight with each other and they keep pushing their delifts up, oh, I'm going to do 227, I'm going to do 230, I'm going to do 232, and they start missing, then, yeah, Bobby can come in there and, and steal, you know, a podium spot for sure and maybe even a gold medal if they all miss. So we've had it before where, like, Eddie in the 66s, he had the big subtotal, he delved what he needed to, and then all the delifters after him uh, missed and couldn't keep up with them. So you never know. And then, uh, yeah, great battle there for the uh, – third place. And it was definitely up for uh reach when third and fourth are missing their second and third delf. but Katya, but uh, hopefully that's how you pronounce her name. She's actually a, a with the strength guys as an athlete, she missed a, the two and a half kilos on squat, missed two and a half kilos on bench. So obviously that just put her in a bad position where she had to take the 10 kilo jump on the final delf and it just wasn't there, but I'm pretty sure that's like a seven kilo PR for her. So she's progressed nicely. Um, and maybe she can get on the podium next time um also i forgot to mention a note at the bottom is uh ocean from france oh um, yeah bom- bombed out on the the bench press so she was one of uh I'm trying to see where i had her. i had her at second place and alessandra Same. third um so it looks like she may have had some issues with depth as well on squats and she missed the second one went up on third missed the third one and then just bombed out with 92 and a half kilos on the uh the bench press oh, unfortunately i'm trying to pull up her it
0: was surprising because that was strength
2: it, like it, uh, i yeah.
0: i that good noting
2: for silver too uh, yeah, same here. I had that for silver to be fair. and um, I think the again, I think uh, you mentioned this um, uh, Brian, potentially how her training has been going on strong, and then you got to have to lose a little bit of weight to get on that European platform, but that ninety it was a ninety two and a half bench press that was on strength that was not yeah. nothing to, or it was not technicality or anything no it was purely okay. strength. So it was it's, surprising. It looks like
1: at, um, in September, she's also done a lot of meets. In September, at Western European, she opened 192.5, got it, but then missed 97.5 twice. Then at Girl Power in October, she weighed in 58 kilos, and she got the 92.5 and 97.5, and then missed 100. Here, she weighed in at 56.29, so maybe overshot her cut a little bit, maybe opened up a little bit too heavy, and that 92.5, which is too heavy for her. So. She's done 450 kilo total. So that would have put her in that shot of a uh, second place. If she had to play a more conservative, but just wasn't there. She, I don't know if she passed in her second and third delve or she missed it, but just wasn't a good day all around. looks like,
0: well, sounds like when she cuts her, her bench gets hit. Like some people, when you cut weight squats, okay. Dead's okay. Like certain, sometimes one particular lift sounds like when she didn't cut and she was a little overweight, had a, um, you know, went up to 97 and a half she cuts and all of a sudden 92 and a half is too much. Like it's, or it's the only one she gets something there. Maybe she's got to adjust her temp selection or, or adjust her cutting or whatever, but she's, she's quality, man. She's, if she can get this figured out, she'll be right back into the mix.
1: Yeah, it could, could be potentially, maybe an option does move up a weight class. Cause she, if she's already at 450 and she, you know, eats up and gets her lifts to go up, maybe she's at 475, 485. And now going into the next weight class at 63s, is we had the gold medal from Italy, Chiara Bernardi, 517.5. Silver medal also from uh, Italy, Serenaldi, 505. But then there's a drop-off there, bronze medal from Norway, Signy Belden at 462.5. So potentially she could be competitive with them. Um, who wants to take it away here for the 60s, Ryan?
0: Dude, that was a seamless... Look at this fucking Segway master all of a sudden, eh? The way he segued into the 63s like that, yeah. Chiara Bernardi from Italy... Um, ju- former junior world champion didn't have the worlds that she wanted but had a really good day here at the europeans with a 517.5 that's a best all time even though she missed her third bench press and missed her opening deadlift as well but went up 10 kilo regardless and we've seen this a couple times it looks like it's a theme here at the european championships miss a lift and go up regardless despite the fact <laughs> we've had a lot of people bomb out people tempting fate but the juice is worth the squeeze, and she ended up finishing with more than she needed. Although Sarah Naldi, fellow Italian, loaded up. She got her 212.5 kilo second attempt, loaded up 225 kilo to threaten Kiara. But Kiara clinched in the 215 and 517.5, and that's a respectable total. Again, with no Leah Bavo in the mix, 5'17.5", that would would have won the World Championships if she could have pulled that together in South Africa. Kiara's quality. Um, we'll see how the bench rule works out. A lot of people are adjusting a lot better than people thought they would have. So I actually have faith. She might lose a couple kilos initially, but I think she's going to adjust pretty well. She's got an aggressive arch, mm-hmm. but you could keep the arch and just get the elbows a little bit deeper. I mean, Eddie Berglund, if he's the, you know, the, Benchmark for this. Pardon the fucking pun there, but people can start adjusting without losing too many kilos. So she's a definitely a threat in the 63 kilo class. Leah Bavois tinkered with the idea of moving up to 69. She will for Sheffield. If she doesn't come back down, this might be Kiara's big move here in Malta to possibly clinch a world title. She's definitely going to be in the conversation. If Leah Bavois is there, at least in the conversation for a podium finish. But she had a banner day here at the European Championship and fellow countrywoman Sarah Naldi clinching the silver medal. Sarah, I believe, I want to say she won a Junior Worlds as well. Am I right, here? And You could look that up and tell me if I'm a liar, a filthy, dirty liar, and Belden of Norway. Um, I, think, I think she won right? She won
2: Junior. She 2019. Won junior. There it is. Yeah.
0: There it is. My memory didn't fail me. Um, yeah. What did you think here, Jurens? Your, your
2: I think again. Well, on that sixty-three again, as you mentioned, without Leah and uh, you probably forget that Car- Car- Carola. If they're not oh, yeah. there, sorry, sorry. You know, yeah. if yeah.
0: Sorry. If, they, if
2: if they're not there in that sixty-three, Kiara is she's really like the queen on that class in terms of like five seventeen and a half. Again, I think you said that she missed her um her last bench. And if you get a last bench, that's what five kilo on that. You put it on top of that. We're talking about five twenty two and a half here. Yeah. And she did get her last deadlift, and it did not look like a massive grinder. So it means like if it's someone that can grind like the King Pana does, so you can probably get a bit more in there. So we're talking about what well, five twenty five, and then I wouldn't I wouldn't write five thirty plus coming Malta. When it comes because she's still as much as like she's doing senior now but she's still young so you know i mean she is only in 2019 that she won junior so she's still progressing a bit more so yeah it was a great battle and again i think i was expecting the two italians to go one two in there so that was expected because you look at them um even the nomination total the training they both looked really really strong and to be fair I put um, Kiara for on five thirty in the preview mm-hmm. because her training looks insane, you know. And I was expecting that, but again, she clinched the win. And Sarah as well. I was I put around um, 510, 5.20 because her training looks really, really, really good. Um, to be fair on that, I think on my um, on my previews, I did I did not pick my third was um I don't know how you say her name is Sin Sarin Signum. I don't know how do you say that her name, guys?
1: I don't know, I thought it was maybe Signy. Okay. Save, save my ass here, guys. I'm
2: foreign. <laughs> so yeah. Um I did pick up my third, but I did not pick her for four sixty two. I was four that so we we'll do a little bit more there, but again, again at the same time, probably she did really what she could to clinch it. There was a massive gap there, but you know, yeah, it was a good it was a good day for the Italians. Very, very good day for them.
0: How stacked is that Italian 63 kilo class with those two ladies plus Corolla Gara, also from Italy. Yeah. I mean, one of them's got to move to a different maybe, maybe Corolla boosts to 69 with Leia and we continue that rivalry, but maybe not.
2: I think she will. I think Corolla yeah. will move to sixty nine with Leia. She will. Because that's where they've that's where the heat is. That's where the, the noise are. So yeah. she will to be part of it.
0: And, and then and Italy,
2: interesting.
0: for Italy, they get more team points this way because they're all world class. So yeah. then um, if not 12 points, nine points, eight points, it helps team Italy as opposed to this bottleneck all in the same division and you're it's cannibalizing the potential points for a national
1: team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I was going to say and with uh, Corolla, she goes between classic and equips so may be maybe sometimes where she doesn't go to the classic worlds and they can send both of these in the 63s. She could potentially, like I said, go 69s. I'm hoping that like she stays in classic and she continues to compete and, and stay healthy because she's tweaked, I believe that hamstring now twice. So hopefully it doesn't become like a recurring issue and, and hold her back. But um, like Jordan said too, Corolla and Leah, when they're hitting these big numbers, they're doing it in like their later 20s. Chiara and Sarah are doing this in their early 20s. They they just aged out of junior. So who knows in three, four, five years, they could be hitting the 530, 540, 550 and stuff like that. So um great potential there on both of them having a bounce back meet. And we had mentioned with Sarah, her numbers were kind of going down the last couple of meets. Her PR was 497. She went down to 487, then 467. Now she's had that bounce back up where Now it is, again, a competition where Sarah could pull for the win and beat out Chiara. So now it's close for them. um, And it was a great battle there. So good potential we'll see uh, going forward. Moving on to the 69 kilo class. This is another great battle. Gold medal from Slovakia was Ivana Horna, 533 kilos. Silver medal from Norway, Marta Jenner, 520 kilos. Uh, Bronze medal from Great Britain, Annie Nelson, 497.5 kilos. And right behind her was uh, Rafael Jugman, Austria, 495, and Marika Zendeka from Poland, also 495 kilos. I guess I I can start on this one. That's how I had it was um, the three and four, but I had the one and two backwards. I had Marta getting first and Ivana getting second, but Marta, unfortunately, had... You know, it's still a great day for her. 533 533 kilos at 69 is a great total. And she got the European... 520, sorry.
0: Did you say 530?
1: 533 for... Oh, sorry, 520. Sorry, I'm looking at the wrong one. 520 for Marta Jenner is still a great total in the 69s. It just isn't what she wants. It's not what she's been hitting in training and what she's been hoping to hit and trying to get that Sheffield spot and breaking the world record total and everything like that. It just wasn't there for her. So, um, unfortunately, you know, another disappointment for her... And I think like this is going to basically take away the Sheffield spot from her. So she's going to have to like kind of figure out now what happened this year, what went well, what went wrong, why did it go wrong, and what adjustments can she make next year to get to that toll she wants 540, 550, whatever, and be able to win a world title and, and get to Sheffield. But Ivana Horna, man, moving up and not jumping back and forth between weight classes and weightlifting and powerlifting and classic powerlifting and quick powerlifting and everything like that. Um, Seems like this weight class is going well for her. She's making attempts. She's hitting PRs. um, She's winning uh, titles. And uh, she's gone through, I guess, some injuries too. She was telling me she had some hip issues going to world and she had to get like some injections to her hip. It seems like right now she just got some surgery on her wrist that she was posting up to her stories. So hopefully like She can kind of get past that. It seemed like she was really happy with this 533. Like when she finished it in the the final delph, you can see how happy she was that like she survived this year and hopefully it'll be only up going from here.
0: Yeah, if I could jump in there for a shake. Uh, Martha Jenner, her total, she's went into the 540s and we all started thinking going into Worlds. Like I had her, she was the number one nomination. I'm like, holy crap, Chandler bad has got a fight coming. And then Arnold UK might've been a redemption and didn't turn out. And then now here it's gotten, it, it, it's it's dropped worse. I'm not sure exactly what's going on either, but it could be just bad luck. I know she got sick at a couple competitions, injuries pop up, some th- things go sideways on you, but she has a world of potential. Coming into this, some people were saying like, she might go, like we know we've seen her 542.5. To see her at 552.5, 10 kilo from there, totally reasonable um, in terms of strength added on. And then, oh, wow, she would actually give Leah Bavois a battle. And that could have maybe signaled SBD hey, you want someone to fight Leah Bavois? Give me the wild card and let's rock and roll. Yeah, we haven't seen that this year. And it's been a hot minute. She's had a couple kicks at the can at this now, three times in a row. Not quite the the what she wanted. I'm not sure what the situation is. I think she could turn this around. She's got time. All is not lost. She's a young lady. It's a tough year. Ask Pena. Redemption. You know, it's a tough year for some of these lifters. She could pull it around. And as bad as she might feel with some of these, it could be worse and i know that's a tough you know consolation but she still walks away with a, a silver medal at these at, at the european championships you know you can end up bombing out if your strength isn't where you wanted to be you know like like what happened with pena in the 66 so it, it could always be worth but let's talk about ivana horna for a second there 9 for 9 day she's had everything from winning the world championships Coming back, having off days, and then, you know, balancing from injuries to now solidifying yourself in the European Championship with a 5'33". A lot of people, once again, would have picked Marta just based off of her top-end potential. And Ivana Horna, to a large extent, pulling off the upset, if we're honest. Because if Marta Jenna had showed up with her 942.5 again, let alone a potential PR, Ivana Horna, when you're going to pull off an upset, what's the best way to do it? Go 9 for 9 and not miss. And hope someone else does and that's exactly as she played the game and it, it paid off she's a veteran um all types of excited and yeah I'm, I'm sure she was happy walking off there she had a banner day and finishes off 2022 in style um and annie nelson i'll let you tell it she missed a couple lifts here and there relatively new to the 69 kilo class missed her third bench missed her third deadlift and left some kilos off, 497 and a half. I think I was thinking she was going to do a little bit more than that. But uh, Jurens, maybe you can enlighten us a little more on your thoughts on all the 69s, but also maybe some background there.
2: Yeah, um, on, on the 69s, so Ivana again, I think is, I didn't I didn't pick um, personally. I will apologize to Ivana. I literally, as soon as I sort of saw the year, I said, I'm so sorry I did not pick you and the on the list. <laughs> and I, I didn't because, again, Malta coming in, we also want Marta. we. It's not even a scene. We know what Malta is capable of on the day. So if Malta brings the 9 at 9, that fight on the day, she'll be very, very hard to catch. Probably the only person, apart from Corolla, that can probably chase Leo. I'm not saying beat Leo, but I'm saying like give Leo a fight. But yeah, but Marta on the day it didn't happen for her, especially on that squat. She only got one squat. Didn't really happen. And um I think the person I really wanted to touch on this one is um Tasman They the other fellow Brits. She came sixth. And she could have made she could have made on the top three if she had that last deadlift. That's how close it was, and at the same time as our well, Tasman only had one squat. If she had two squat, she had her last deadlift. She would have been third, right? Uh, and fun enough with uh, Annie. I think Annie, when she missed her last deadlift, anyone could see her, her expression because in her head she thought, "Ah, oh, I lost my bronze." You know, literally, I lost my bronze because Tasman is coming out to pull two ten, and then that's it. So yeah, with Annie again, this this is the first international as a sixty nine, and um, she's just getting used to the class, she's getting used to the weight, and I know she did Arnold as a sixty nine. This is the first one. I, I think again, she's one of them to look out for the future. I think she has got a lot more in heart. It's coming, but at the same time as well. These Europeans, I know we've been talking about um, the competition there, the refereeing. I know we've touched a bit about them. All of that plays into your mind, especially when you go into your first Europeans and your first weight class in there. So everything is different. And plus, you're going up against people like Marta, you're going up against people like Ivana. So it's kind of like, shit, I can't make no mistakes. You know what I mean? I need to hear my numbers because you know Marta is going to hit us. You know Ivan is going to hit us. So, to be honest, both braids I think, from my side, they did really well to competed against some of the best nines in Europe and then they did really well. And Ivan, um, again, I think I'm going to apologise again. I will keep on apologising because I, w- I don't know about you guys. I think she put this one out of the bag out of nowhere. She put the European record deadlift. When they said European record deadlifts, I was like, huh? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you know? No. And then when they load when they loaded there, I thought it was for um for Marta. And then when I heard that, that no, 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 that's not Marta. I can see in that corner, that's Ivana, that's not Marta. I know like, that, yeah. She's coming for European record deadlifts. I was like, damn. So yeah, I, I literally like she went and nah, na 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 impressive. She did what she could on that platform. She left it all out there and then she's the European champion. As um Erin, you mentioned there. Now she's winning championships. She's getting the test of it, you know, and how much more she got left, how much more kilos she got left. And then the 69 is somewhere like she just moved in as well. So you never know. You never know Malta or after Malta, how much more she can add on that. And uh, with Malta, I'm not even I'm not even gonna say much because I know she'll come back next year strong as fuck. You know, so I'm expecting that because I know Leah Beauvoir, If she get the Sheffield wildcard, she will go in as a 69. So Leah 69, and probably getting Carola next year as a 69. Getting Marta in, and Ivana is showing improvement now. So yeah, Marta will be impressive. We all can't wait.
0: And I'll give a shout out also to Raf from Austria. Met her at the world championships and nearly finishing off, she she pulled to make it onto the podium and missed it. She's just two and a half kilo behind uh Britain's Andy Nelson, but uh, yeah, good performance. It's a nice battle to get onto the podium in the six nine kilo
1: class, yeah. I mean, I was looking at some of these numbers as you guys were talking, yeah. It seems like a lot of progress, like Tasman from Worlds, progressed 10 kilos. And like you said, if she had made, you know, one squad or one Dell, she would have gone into the bronze medal, uh, Rafi did 467 at worlds and now she's up to 495 Annie just moved into this weight class. She did 500 at the Arnold, you know, she had to travel a little bit for this one, 497.5. She's right there. And so like all these ladies are going to be potentially 500 or above when it comes to worlds next year. And then we'll see Leah, maybe Leah and Karola go 63 next year. And then. This class is still stacked with Ivana, Marta, Chandler, and then all these other ladies, Rafael, Tasman, everything like that. So it's gonna be interesting regardless of whether Lee and Corolla jump into this weight class or not.
0: And then you throw in Clara Zay and uh Kristen Dunsmore from the US and Chelsea Savage from the US, and all of them are gonna be five hundred and up and and Clara Zay is like goes it's gonna go way deep. It's it man, it's gonna be a hell of a freaking battle.
1: We'll see. Uh-huh. <laughs> See, yeah. it's
0: stacked man 69 kilos is gonna be stacked in malta
1: yeah moving on to the 76 kilo class uh we have in the gold medal from great britain Sophia ellis 528 kilos silver medal from germany leah schreiner 512.5 kilos and then right behind her uh, bronze medal from spain sarah sanchez 510 kilos uh jern do you want to talk about uh sofia for us
2: yeah, um, Sophia guys, what a lady, what a girl, you know I me, mean? what a girl. What else can I say about Sophia? So, to be honest, going to these championships, I knew Sophia had a deadlift, but I was putting, I gave, so I put Sophia around 250, 255 deadlift because I've seen the training, how the training went. So, I put her in that. Um, um the squats. It was. It, it actually surprised me. She scored one six five. I was expecting her to score less than that because she's been having knee uh, issues. She literally, like, if you see her MRI and then the issue she's having on her knees, you wouldn't even tell Sophia would score one forty or one fifty. So for her to squeeze one six five and go three out of three on the score, when she went three out of three on the score, you should see my face. I was like a proud husband or dad say in the corner thinking, oh my god, she made it. (laughs) Because I was not expecting that at all. And um bench, she's a bench queen. So no doubt there, no argument there when she came off of that 122 and a half. So I was I was actually looking forward to see that 125, 127 over but I think that's what she needed on the day. Deadlift she went over 240 that was the European record. She just pushed that record a bit further. So yeah. With her, literally, like, she was miles ahead. And what surprised me the most is uh, the jo- Nino from Georgia, because her nomination, and if you look at some of her training, it was insane. You know, I was even telling Sophia, like, before flying to Europe, I was like, wow, that girl was going to be hard to beat. And especially now you have girl issues with your knees, Jesus Christ, God help us. And surprisingly, she came out for her, uh, she got three squat, which was I think she finished one seventy, bombed out one one hundred bench, which was surprising. When you look at people nomination, benching one twenty 120 or one twenty five plus and then bombing out on one hundred. Don't know what the issue there was. The pull she only pulled two twenty seven and a half. Again, gave Sophia at least, that left Sophia to be in her own world, which was really good for us as Brits to see, just for no pressure there. So yeah, and um, I don't know the, the whole class. Of the seventy six is, I think, it's growing really rapidly. You know, I know people talk about the Jess, they talk about the Agatha, they talk about the Carly, you know. And again, talking about Carly you now, I mean, six hundred total, man. five seventy six, So it's just, what else can you say? What else can you say? You know what I mean? I know people were talking about her saying, Oh, you haven't hit that in the international. Like, yeah, she did get yeah, from off. What else yeah. are we gonna say? You know what I mean? To me personally, I think what she did is she shut everyone's mouth, which is a really good thing. So now it's up to the decision makers to make their decisions. But going back to the European Championship, I think Sophia did what she could on the day, got the dab, which was a good thing for her. But again, at the same time I'm saying if Sophia Needs can get better. I mean, next year Malta, it won't be a story of um, who's coming third, who's coming fourth, or four, who's come- yeah, who's coming first. Probably the first one will be locked down already because these ladies are just mad. They're nuts. So, but she's up there. She's cleansing slowly, but slowly. So, yeah, to me, it was fun to watch to watch her get that nine out of nine. It was so impressive.
0: Yeah, but uh, I basically echo your sentiments there. The it was a, if you look at the podium here, it was a tight squeeze between silver and bronze. There's a bit of a drop there, twenty kilo drop to try to make it onto the podium for everybody else. So the podium a bit established as more who's going to get what medal. Sophia with a monster two forty point five kilo deadlift. I mean, she's got a deadlift that she enters. If a battle, if a battle occurs, and she needs a weapon. That's a good one. She knows she's going to finish the day. Having the last say, um, the battle wasn't there for her though today. The battle between became between silver and bronze ended up being only two and a half kilos with uh, Sarah Wees from Spain pulling last. Now, if you're wondering, because she only pulled two and a half kilo more than uh, Leah Schreiner, but she weighs more, so despite her missing out from silver by two and a half kilos, she would have had to load up five kilo more. And then when you're at your top end if you're having an honest conversation, she might've said, look at, I'm, I'm capped out here. We're going to be good with this final poll. Five kilo. Isn't going to happen. You can have that conversation to be honest with it. If you want to say, look at nobody's going to contend in battle for my bronze loaded up anyways. And if I tug and it doesn't break the ground, it doesn't break the ground either way. It probably would have ended up the same though. Right. If in your heart of hearts, you know that it is what it is. It's is a conversation between the athlete and the coach, but yeah, I, will, I can just echo the sentiments in terms of uh, Sophia Ellis if she's dealing with some knee issues to clinch the European title. And at least she finishes the day with a monster deadlift if she didn't have the squat that she probably wanted.
1: Yeah, I was just going to add uh, add on there for Sarah from Spain. Um, yeah, she was five kilos away. Unfortunately, it looks like the squats really hurt her. She missed the opener, went up on the second, got it, but then uh, missed the 185 on the third, so that... Like, you know, if she had gone that 185 or maybe even 182, that would have been the difference maker there. And then for the deadlift attempts at the end, we don't know, because I, I didn't watch the session um, live, I believe, so we don't know how easy the second attempt was to see how much more she had. She went up 10 kilos from 200 to 210. You'd have to go then 15 kilos from 210 yeah. to 225. The other thing, too, is you don't know what the national team coaches are picking or what their rules are. There's even some, some countries where they say, we will take the attempt that gives us the... Highest probability to get a medal, so she only had to take 220 for the bronze medal in the deadlift, but she would have to take 225 for the silver medal in the total. So potentially the coaches could have told her, "Hey, we're going to take 220, get the bronze medal in the deadlift, and get you another medal. You already have a medal in the total, so that way she can get uh, the, bron- the bronze in the bench, deadlift, and uh, total. So potentially there could have been something like that where that's what what their team plan was." Um, I had them the other way around. I had Leah third, Sarah second, but it just came down to the very end. And yes, Sophia is ridiculous what she can do, especially having a huge bench and having a huge, huge deal of. so if she can figure out that squat and that knee issue, get that up, then she's going to be in contention with a lot of these other top 76s in the world. With uh, that lady Nino, yeah, I'm not sure. It's been like that for last year and this year. Going into Worlds last year, she had a really high nominations. And then her openers at worlds were way lower, and she ended up bombing out. Then it looks like she did the Europeans, and she went up from the 69s to 76s, puts up a 467.5, so she wouldn't have been competitive there uh, with that total. But then this year she did bench worlds at 84, and she missed hundred on her first and second, and barely got it on her third. I'm guessing because she got she got it on a third attempt to get the bronze medal. So then she cut from 84 back down to 76. So obviously that can be one factor. And then, you know, whatever's going on with her training and stuff that maybe some of the train numbers aren't transferring. Cause I've seen her train numbers too on her Instagram and she looks like it's a powerlifting bar. looks like it's kilo plates, looks like she's doing well. The delof seems to be holding up the squat and bench, maybe not so much. So it could just be a little bit of training, a little bit of weight cut, a little bit of traveling, so like that, but hopefully she figures it out because with that 100, she would have been at 497. So even if we take a little bit off, she could have potentially gotten fourth place there for, for herself and, and gotten a medal in the Delaf, which she did, the silver medal. So not sure what's going on there, but hopefully they, she figures it out. We will move on now to the 84 kilo class. The gold medal from Poland was Agata Sitko, 582.5 kilos. The silver medal from Iceland, Kristen daughter, 575 kilos. And then the bronze medal from Great Britain, Zyana Azaria, Azaria yeah, 553.5 kilos. Um, do you want to start us off on this one again as well, Druids?
2: Yeah, um, on this one here, um, let me just mention before I start, Algatha came to this on this one injured.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah, she was now 100% at all. So even in the warm-up room, you can tell they were trying to help her just with the movement, with the stretches, just to get that adapter going, because that's what was affecting her. So on that first one, she came out for that first squat. Again, it's a depth. She go hit by depth on that one. So when you have an adapter issue, and then you need to sink it deeper, you go a little bit conservative as well, because you never know what might happen. So um, yeah, she still was miles ahead of everybody in terms of like um the total. Although I know. Um the Chris is it Christine? Christine was close to her, but again, that's that's a body weight. She weighed in I think what? I think mean, 79, something like that. Yeah, she was a very light 80, 84, So yeah. She went into the bench press. She opened with 145, flew as usual. It just died, just died a gap, and a massive jump, of 145 to 156 and 156 on the bench. That's massive. That's huge. Some men can't even do that. <laughs> so, yeah, um, she missed that on the second strength. She missed it on the third. On the deadlift base, she got two deadlifts. The last one, she missed it on the strength. So, yes, uh, all in all, she totaled about what, 582, which was enough for her to win. But, again, I think the performance of the day on that class was Christine. So, she come in missing two squats but she's still total to 575 missing two squats you know that's 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 insane that's incredible she missed two squats she missed one bench and she missed one deadlift so she literally went 5 out of 9 over 575 you know that's she basically any squat or even if she had a last deadlift she would have be beat Agatha on the day, and then for you to go against Agatha and beat Agatha, it's just like it's incredible. Nothing, nothing top that. So, yeah, she goes silver. And um, our girl Ziana, I think Ziana went perfect nine out of nine. You know, PB on the squat, PB on the deadlift, PB on the bench press. And you got to watch out that girl's deadlift. She has more. When I mean more, she has more. That last attempt at 246 did not move like last attempt. And you can tell next year, Malta. I don't know what Amanda Lawrence will bring, but she had to bring the the 20 or 2019 Amanda Lawrence. If we don't see a 2019 Amanda Lawrence, that gold deadlift will be up for grab. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that it will be up for grab because well, if Amanda can't pull 260, 265 in Malta, Diana is capable of pulling that. And I tell you, she is. So yeah, she did really well. And um, we had our our girl that Tammy that came in um, fourth had a great mean Heart the squat did not really go well for her as open again. I think the same scenario. Depth, you know, this, this depth issue literally killed not just the man, if the women. She only came off one squat, but she had three bench and three deadlifts, which was a fantastic performance for her. Um, compared to a world in South Africa. So, yeah, I think, um, all in and all, everything was perfect. I mean, when you look at the gap between third and fourth, the gap was huge. So, Ziano, literally, like, when you look at the nomination, as soon as they put their attempt in, the the first attempt, so you can tell Christine and Agatha would be a fight. If Agatha missed Christine with... But Diana was kind of like, that's why I respect her performance so much because she was in her own world. She could not touch the person the second, and the person in the fourth could not touch her from the squat all the way to the deadlift. And then she pulled a European record deadlift. I think she pulled at that time, what she pulled, I think on top of my head, if I'm not wrong, it was the biggest pull in Europe at that moment. In it the was, side. I, I think and
0: it
2: then, was. Yeah, he was. And then in Britain, she has the biggest pool in Britain. In the ladies, no, it, Sophia had it, and Gianna got it. No one has pulled a 400, a 246 kilos. So, again, as I said, that pool is growing. So, in Malta, we needed to see a 20, 2019 Amanda. Otherwise, that gold is up for grabs. Couple notes I'm
0: gonna add. Okay, so off the top, I'll just say Nuga from. Uh, Great Britain waiting extremely light, 78.43 total though, 517.5. If she cuts to 76, Sophia's still got a decent spread, but you know, it's competitive. She She's in the mix for medals and whatnot. So obviously, Team Britain, it behooves them more if they kind of split. And um, she got team points, even if she was off the podium. So you could, but we'll see what she decides to do. If she wants to fill out 84 or if she wants to cut to 76. She beefs up that total just a little bit. We're talking some points there and possibly medal contention, Europeans and whatnot. I do want to say though, Kristen thorholtz from Iceland, I actually had her picked for the gold medal going into this off the strength of, she had totaled 590 previously. Um, on that day, she did 575. She made a post saying, It wasn't my best day, and I'm not going to make any excuses. It is what it is and was classy about it and left it at that. But she had done 590. Now, Agatha's capabilities, Agatha was injured, as it turns out. Agatha hitting 585 as as a 76 and not having to cut. Obviously, you could see her bridging the gap between 585 and 590 or beyond as well. And you had already pointed out, Agata on bench press going from 145 to 156 is like an 11 kilo jump. That's like 23 pounds on bench press in women's bench pressing. Like you, like that's that's insane. But like it's she's lucky. Kristen wasn't on point. Is all I'm gonna say. Because if <laughs> Kristen really was at 590 range, let alone PR tear, that could cost you. Unless yeah. Agatha, unless Agata had the conversation saying, I don't super care. I've won world championships. Let's break some records and have fun and whatever. It doesn't matter. Fine. Then fine. But she's lucky Kristen wasn't on point. I'm not sure what happened there, but Kristen on point. I was kind of looking forward to what I was hoping was Kristen would take that 590 and maybe push it into six. And I would have really liked the scene. that. kind of like what Carlina did in the 76s when she was in 590, bring it up to a six. I was kind of hoping that. And then maybe by the time Molto rolls around, we're talking about with Amanda Lawrence, not just for the deadlift, but overall, Amanda, there's another woman in the sixes now. You got to be careful. You're you're obviously going to be the favorite, but just make it so people don't sleepwalk and win on openers. Let's see a bit of a push here, right? Didn't see that. Not sure what happened with Kristen in her post. She was making no excuses. Hats off to her. She's a class act. We'll see what she ends up doing. And I think she's going to bounce back and look at on a bad day. She took a silver medal at the European championship, still totaled a 575 mm-hmm. um, with a nice spread between her and the bronze medal. So fairly comfortably um, it is what it is, but yeah, I, I got to missing on her opening squat retook one ninety, which I do like, and that was a bit of conservativeness. So if you thought she was going to go conservative with her attempt selection based off of the squats, guess again once the day once the bench press rolled around but listen when the world championships come and carlene is there jess is there they got to go right back to being on point with attempt selection no more 11 kilo jumps on bench i i I hope it was just having fun because the europeans because i tell you what if kristen was on point you you wouldn't even have fun at europeans if like this like you gotta be you gotta be careful but who knows what their backstory is so whatever but when
2: Malta rules around... go ahead, Mike. Just, just adding add to that, Ryan, if you look at in South Africa, I know Jess won the battle in South Africa, but Agatha lost the battle on our bench press.
0: Yes, because left of the chips,
2: selection. Left chips, I know. Do it it I mean?
0: worries me. So, well, this is what I'll do. This is what I'll say. In Worlds, they were not taking chips when they could have took chips. It came down to body weight, and that could have been pivotal. It's shit like that, that ends up being pivotal. You know, like what you, if you could let it collect chips when you and for anyone listening, um, chips, if you're doing world records, you all powerlifting goes up two and a half kilos in attempt selection. But if it's a world record, you can go up 0.5, which is a chip. And then your competitor who's not going for a world record has to go up 2.5. So then they can't match you when it comes down to deads or whatever the next discipline is. And they're got to make bigger jumps and blah, blah, blah. So it's, it's, it could end up being pivotal in the end if somebody has to go up two and a half. To beat you, um, and you're just one point or you're zero point five up. Hopefully, I'm explaining that right and it makes sense. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, um, having said that, they're taking chips now. Previously, they were ignoring chips. At least they're taking chips. But eleven kilo jump. Again, I don't know if they're just having fun, but I'm telling you, they they're really lucky that Kristen wasn't at hundred percent because I've seen we've all seen Kristen total five ninety. And I got to hit five eighty two point five because she was missing lifts. That could have cost her the European title, and um, she's injured and whatever. I don't know. Maybe they maybe she went in injured, and their whole thing was fuck it, I'm injured. Let's just go in for that record on bench. And you know who knows. So maybe you know. Either way, either way. Let us just see in Malta. They gotta they gotta be 250, on point. Two
2: fifty would have been good. Two fifty and take that two fifty six. 256 straight, where are you gonna go after that? What 260? You, you mean, uh, yeah, 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 150.
0: You mean, but I know what you're saying, yeah, exactly. Uh, sorry,
2: sorry about that. Yeah, I said like 150 should have be been good, and then you go 100 um, and 156. So, where are you gonna go after 156? Would you go like what 160? I mean, this, <laughs> this is it, where we're like, she, yeah,
0: again, like if Kristen was on point, man, that could have cost.
2: You know, you oh yeah, Kristen missed two squat. If she had, if she had those two squat, she because if um, if my math is is right, um, all they missed that she if she went nine of nine, she would have a five hundred ninety seven and a half. Yeah, this you is know? it. And that's Kristen. Kristen strong a win. as fuck.
0: Kristen strong you know? as fuck. She can take it. Kristen <laughs> can go head to head with Carlina, my man. Like if Carlina missed weight and they went, that's why. Uh, you know, we'll see, man. We'll see. The, the, when when gate, when it becomes this tight in 76s with Jess and Carlina, it is going to be that tight. Attempt selection and your handler can win and lose it for you.
1: Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally.
1: Just to add in there, you guys made a lot of good points. Yeah, what Temi, I looked it up at Worlds. She weighed in around 81, and now she's down to 78. So potentially that could be the trend to get her down to 76. She might be cutting. Um, With the Gata versus Christian, yeah, you both made good points where – uh kristen kind of gave it away on squats and then it got to almost gave it away on bench press and it came down to that final delift by kristen and she couldn't quite do it with kristen yeah i'm not sure what's up with her squat because at worlds she opens up with 212 and gets 230 but then at girl power she opens up at 215 and misses 232 so she tried to go for a pr there now she's opening up with 217 and going up to 227.5 for her Uh, second attempt so two and a half kilos under her pr so i don't know what she was hoping to hit and maybe it was again the depth calls or anything like that but if she had played it a little bit more conservative like what she had done at worlds then she potentially could have made three squats and been in the position to win at the end and with the gathas yeah it's interesting i looked looked up her world record in the 84s it's 147.5 so yeah she could have done 150 or 150.5 in the second Break her world record again especially since she's going to be going back down to 76s for sheffield if she gets in and for worlds so bump up your world record you know one last time 150.5 then maybe try the one for six and that would help you in the total as well and i agree with b- both of you guys going into worlds when it's that close to a battle between jess and carlina and gata and a floor motel and, Mot- and wherever else is there it's going to come down to who's making those attempts and if she takes 11 kilo jump and misses that's really going to hurt her since she doesn't have the biggest deadlift and also the other factor maybe with a lot of these lifters especially the europeans and then the lifters who do classic and equipped is maybe they have to start prioritizing what meets they're going to do what meets they're going to go easier at what meets they're not going to do because there's so many meets now there's girl power there's nationals worlds some are doing junior worlds and open worlds there's the arnold uk there's sheffield there's classic there's equipped and you're seeing this, you're seeing lifters kind of stall out, lifters tweak their back, tweak their knees, uh, injure themselves here and there. So we've seen the issues with Marta, we've seen issues with Panna, we've seen the issues with Gata. Um, So even Moe hurt his rib and everything like that. So maybe they're gonna have to start planning out and spacing out their meets because world is getting harder and harder to win. So you can't slack off on these things. Well, I'll
0: tell you what's getting harder harder to win as well as Europeans. The, The level of powerlifting in Europe has been rising every single year. And we've seen that. And um, if you show up at Europe, if Europeans very rarely is going to be a situation like Pena, where there was a big spread between him and the number two, mm-hmm. very rare. Now uh, every there's, there's world champions floating around in weight classes and, or, or, or world medalists. And just like in this situation, Kristen had a bad day, but don't kid yourself. She's world-class man. And so even Europe is no longer Europeans. Very few people are going to, you know, walk in there and just think they're going to eat their food and have a good day just because they showed up, even Agatha. (laughs) But, um, yeah, we'll see. It's good. It's good for powerlifting. I think Europeans, when I look at the schedule, I want the European Championship to fucking be strong like that. I want it to rival all the other ones. A level below world, sure, but that's the only one it should be below. And uh, some of these weight classes, that's the case.
1: Just just like um, I was calculating Anatoly's total while you were talking – just to put in a percentage basis, Anatoly was 3.5% off of his world record total. 3.5% off of his best, and he loses. Like, we're not talking he was like 20% off, or whatever. He had like a major off day. You're off a few percentages off of your best numbers you can hit,
2: you lose.
0: And that's the guy who won yeah. best lifter at Worlds.
2: Yeah. He's getting, getting really tough. He's getting really, really tough because, again, like what you mentioned there, Ryan, when you look at it in Europe, this, the landscape is we have a world record in Europe. We have got world record benches, squatters, and deadlifters. So it's not just about what Europe used to be like what, five, ten years ago. And now, again, we mentioned the 93s, you know, the three best, the six best 93s, three of them are in Europe. You know, and now we're getting Christian getting into that mix now. So it's not getting any easy. And then you go Pana. Pana is one of the best 66 in the world. You know, and Anatoli is there. And then you go Tiff, you go Lea Bavois. So, Mm. World champions are in Europe. So when you go to the European Championship, it's not in holiday. <laughs> you know, you need to bring your A game, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. And I
0: love that people like Noemi and Tiff, who don't have to show up, do just to keep that integrity of the championship as well. Because they know their participation is yeah. going to br- their participation, brings yet another world champion. There is no 47 yeah. better than Tiff. There is no 52 better than Noemi. So when they show up, even if they're gonna, not going to go all out, and, and sometimes they do like Tift did, but when they show up regardless it fucking brings that level of integrity to it and quality to it so it's like who was there well how many world champions tell me another 47 or 52 who's better no good and that's what you're gonna face at europe anyway sorry there's my spiel
1: now man moving on to our final weight class 84 plus kilo class speaking of shooters the gold medal from belgium Sonita Mulu, 661 kilos. Um, I was looking that up. I believe that's the second biggest total all time now in that weight class. Silver medal from uh, Sweden, Emily Leach, 649 kilos. And right behind her, bronze medal from France, Emily Miezer, 647.5 kilos. I'll just, I guess, to get started right on this one since the last one, uh, Sonita killed it on the squats, 270 kilos. She breaks the European record on her second and third attempt. It looked like she had a little bit more on her as well with the 270. It was tough, but it wasn't like a full-out RPE 10, I think. Um, Bench, it seems like she kind of just like kind of cruised, got 137.5 for her third attempt and then delif is when a little bit of issues started hitting her on that second attempt missing the 253.5 for lockout i believe it was i don't remember if they said it was knees or shoulders but she wasn't locked out but great for her to be able to come back and get that on the third attempt to get that european record in the delift and european record in the total and obviously win the european title i know it wasn't probably what she wanted because she was probably going to go for the world record on the third attempt if she had made the second but still huge progress on her total um, and great potential for her going next year. And then Emily Leach and Emily Major, you know, they've been going back and forth a couple of times now at Europeans and Worlds, and they go back and forth again here. They both run into Delph issues Um, from what I saw again on, on lockout, especially Emily Measier. I believe it was last year's Worlds she had issues with her Delph lockout, and then this year at Europeans. Um, I don't know if this year at Worlds she had as well. And it seems like sometimes it's just, sometimes it's there and sometimes it's not and so they opened up 232 missed a 237 twice and that kind of held her back she almost got lucky with leech also having a lockout issue and then leech goes up the extra half a kilo on the third attempt just to get the european record back from Sanita, and then also get that silver medal so i thought it was a great battle i think these tolls are going up very well like i was looking at again i'll just pull it up um Going back a few years ago, I had a couple, cause I coach a couple 84 pluses. I had some of the best totals. Um, my lifter, Leanne Hewitt and Sarah Brenner were both at 615.5. They were both like ranked second or third back then. Now these ladies are hitting 640 plus and Sonita's doing 660 plus. It's ridiculous how this weight class is now becoming more competitive too. And some of these ladies like Sonita may be challenging Bonica going forward. What are you guys thinking?
0: I gotta eat a little bit of I crow thought-
2: here. I'll leave you last because I'll I'll talk a bit less. I'll talk a bit less, Ryan. On this one, literally, like, I end up in the venue. Unfortunately, I don't know what happened. I sat on the, you know, the first seat at the door. I sat there and Sunita walked in. She was like, (laughs) I've listened to the king of the (laughs) list, and I've listened to what you said at that time. As soon as you start pointing, I just, like, when I almost went on my knees, I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It was like, you didn't pick me to win. But what I want you to do is when I'm lifting on, on, on Sunday, I want you to sit what right at the front row and watch. Oh, damn. Like, oh she yeah. damn. She was confident. She was confident. And um, to be honest, I know, Arian, you mentioned that if Sonita might be challenging Bonica, I think if Bonica doesn't bring the A game in the market, she's losing. Straight, straight to that. And Sonata's squad, she has more on that squad. You know, they weren't just conservative, say, look, let's stop there for today. On the deadlift, her second dead, they called the locker. It was bullshit. That 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 shit was locked. Do you know what I mean? It's a crap what they said because when she came out on that third, she did not change a bit she did the exact same thing and she go three while I, I'm thinking, oh, what the fuck? Do you know what I mean? She still had more than that. But, the person that surprised me on that weight class is Emily Lynch. That 254 kilos, guys, she could have pulled 260. No jokes. The way so her second because of the lockers is an issue. And if you look at our last attempt, the way it looked, you'll be like, what the hell? What did you load more? You know, it's ridiculous. So the battle of these ladies, again, Aaron, you mentioned that these totals are going north, 640. Now Sonita is hitting like, what well, 661. And coming Malta, uh, I'm not going to be surprised if any of these ladies hit laps. Because the thing is that if you can pull up Sonita's um, numbers there, Aaron, you'll see the progress has been relentless. And coming mortar, i will not going to be surprised if she hit that 680 and then break the world record. And then I'm sure if there will be anyone that will break that world record, it's her, because she has got a lot more in her. So it was really interesting to see this lady battle her, battle her, and then to see just squatting 270, which was like, when they loaded that 270, everyone in the crowd was like, this is a joke, what? She's going to pass that. She's not going to come out. And she came out for that, wow, she has balls. (laughs) And then she hit it like more in the tank. So it's like, there's a lot coming there with those ladies. So they weight class. Is getting really interesting because when you look at in the 80 or oh, 120 plus, when Jesus is lifting, he doesn't have no challenge. No one will challenge Jesus. He's walking days like Optimus Prime. Sorry, I quoted, um, I quoted um, Ray William there. So, <laughs> sorry. So, yeah, he's walking like no challenge. But now in these 84 plus ladies, you can't just pick one. They all literally get in there. So, yeah, go and run.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, I'll eat my crow. Uh, her boyfriend slid in my DMs, so I slid in my DMs. Like, my man, same thing. Uh, I wasn't there to get it face-to-face. You're like, I heard the podcast. Second, and I'm like, wow, we gotta see. We gotta see. Proof is in the pudding, right? Here's the thing. because the only thing I'll say to back myself up was, it's hard to tell progress on someone. Um, when they're new to the weight class, all you have is training numbers. And you're like, I- it's hard to tell. It's so hard to judge. Because you wouldn't have the in that weight class data points to work off of. Whereas Emily Leach and Emily Mergier have battled several times, and they're we kind of know what to expect. Mergier's got the massive um bench press. Leach ended up not too far off of what she did previously. It's around the same wheel, you know, around the same ballpark. Whereas Sonita, throw that out the window. Her progress has been phenomenal, but it was progress that. Up until this point, was in the gym, so you never know how it's going to transpire. Well, it fucking transpired, and six six one is ten kilo away from the world record, if I'm not mistaken, held by Bonica. And by the time Malta rolls around, if Bonica had can't hit that, or I I agree with you, Jerns, I think she's got to surpass it because I think Sonita is going to surpass that, and I would not be surprised if she's not at least in the six seventy somewhere. Um, uh, possibly six eighty, like you said, we'll see, but her progress has been ridiculous. That squat two seventy. that's two kilo away from six hundred pounds squat for our you know friends in America listening to this. It's crazy. Her numbers are crazy. She's squatting six hundred pounds now. I mean, her it, it's incredible what she's able to do right now. She had, like you said, if she would have got that second deadlift and didn't retake that second deadlift weight for her third and instead took a third, like who knows? Who knows what a her, her her it could be even bigger. You know, her total could be even bigger. By the time Malta rolls around, it will be bigger though. Like we're guaranteeing that. I don't know where she's going to end up, but since signing on with Joey Flex, moving up a weight class, she's turned into a different, she's leveled up. She's ascended. And to your point where, look at a weight class needs battles or else it becomes stagnant. If the same person wins over and over with a massive spread, Arian was saying earlier, 6.15, 6.10 was getting you silver bronze. Yeah, but 6.71 was getting you gold. That's a 60 kilo spread. It's really hard for me to get excited when Mike Tyson's fighting fucking Peter McNeely every time, right? It's first round knockouts type deal. I need a battle like Tyson Holyfield, that type of shit. That's what this has become now. Now the 84 pluses for the first time in a long time He's going to be entertaining, exciting. We don't know what's going to happen. The queen is back. Boni- Bonica is the queen. Got you. She's going to face heavy opposition now. Sunita is going to be right up there for Malta. And and we got to be excited for this. Now we're going to have some battles. And some other people can start emerging. This is something else that Sunita has brought about. There are people from other nations. And I've seen it on King of the Lips. Some people are from other nations could come into the 84 plus. There's a lady from Hawaii. I forget her name now. Brianna, I want to say. There's some other people that can enter as well that are right around this mark and we can have a huge scrap in the 84 plus at multi-worlds. We're going to have to see how Mm -hmm. it all pans out. But uh, yeah, an an exciting coming out performance by Sonita in Team Belgium. And uh, it it sparks new life. And what are you going to say about, you know, Emily Leach beating Mergier again. Mergier, once again, deadlifts have proved to be an issue. Uh, they were an issue at Worlds, and she was upset about it. And they're an issue again here. Europeans and Leach is, and Mergier are starting to develop a bit of a pattern here where Leech is, is gaining some wins. And Leach had a hell Mary 270-something deadlift at Worlds. You know, and the deadlift here, what did she get? Yeah, let me pull this up here. I got a I want to
2: 50, I want to... 54. I wish she so, was pulling to. She was pulling for gold. That's why she went for two and a half. And it? she
0: got it off the ground. Like she's yeah. her strength is insane as well. If if Leach can get it, and she's got Sweden behind her for handlers, which are phenomenal. If Leach can get her total into the late sixes, she's right at you know six fifty nine now. Let's go, mm-hmm. let's go, let's get her into the six fifties. Let's get her maybe even the six fifty or six sixty something range we got ourselves it's it's a good it's good scraps the, the podium it, will be a fight anyways a, a fight for gold fight for silver and to make it onto the podium it's gonna be good 84 are our 84 plus exciting.
1: yeah since we're we're all throwing our wrong picks out there i'll mention my wrong picks as well i had leech for first major for second and sonita for third so i got the leech beating out major part <laughs> but i had sonita wrong putting her in third when she got first and hit a 30 kilo total PR. I was expecting a little bit more out of Leech because, like you had said, she had done that Hail Mary from 250 to 270. So, like, okay, she has more in her total. She would hit be hitting the 650s. Sonita will also, I thought, we'd be hitting the 650s and it could be a battle. But once Sonita was too far away, you know, Sweden and Leech just decided, let's just take the European deadlift record. Let's just take the gold medal deadlift and take silver medal and call it a day there. So they never tried for that gold medal. But yeah, I mean, I think. I think this is good for the weight class, but I think it's also good for Bonica. Cause like you said, some Bonica wins every single year, but some people maybe not as interested or saying, oh, she's like, you know, not beating people who are close to her where other weight classes are, you know, big battles. So now if you do have people coming up 650, 660, 670, she can say, oh, I beat Sonita. Oh, I beat Leach. Oh, I beat this person one year two year three years and it's gonna help her and if one of them does three dethrone her it's kind of like Kimberly Wofford was the goat she'd win every single year until finally someone came and beat her so now it could be like who's gonna be the one that eventually beats Bonica and it can be the one who says like you know I'm the one who gave her her first loss so I think it's gonna be uh great for the weight class great for whoever beats her if they do and great for Bonica if she just keeps beating them
0: yeah if if Bonica ever felt like I wasn't getting enough love for my accomplishments sports we we watch sports to be entertained and entertaining is swinging a momentum back and forth and not know who's gonna win until the very end that's entertaining not i'm winning i'm winning and then i won this is good for her to your point you want to be in a battle it's shit it feels shitty because there's anxiety and oh my god what if i lose that's tough that's the tough part but when you're in a battle and if you win a battle ask jessica bittner how how fucking rewarding it feels how like you see everyone remembers jessica jumping and doing a hulk smash after she pulled that deadlift and beat agatha and everybody's a buzz and couldn't stop talking about agatha versus jess enjoying amani versus jad jacob and how amazing that was bonica this is like a this is like a present even though it doesn't feel like it right now now people care and everyone's gonna watch it. and if it lives up on the platform people talk about it Months we're still talking about the the world's some of the showdowns that happened, so this is a good thing. this is a good thing
2: one no more thing this is go ahead on. Jerns. this is going to say as well as um when you look at the goats and Taylor Howard right he's the best palist of all time in my opinion, probably no one will surpass him in our lifetime right but in South Africa because he was he was injured, he was not informed, but he knew. Yeah, mean being 90% injured, I'm not going to win because I ain't got no battle. But since we left out of Africa until now, how many people actually talk about the 74s? No one. Well, because he didn't know how... He won. He's a world champion. We, you can't take that away from him. You know? But people are not talking about the 74s because he's that good. You know? He's that good where we put him already on that pedestal being the goal. It means... There's no point even talking about Taylor when we come to these previews or we come to this conversation because he's that good. But when there is a battle, people are interested to talk about it. What elevates the sport is not people being very good, it's people having battles. That's why the sport grow because people, I would never want to see in front of my TV see Taylor going RPE 7 and winning this year. Next year he goes back. Like, you know what, I'm going to slow you down RPE 5 and he wins. The year after it was like, Do you know what, I feel it would be good I had McDonald's this morning and I'm going to go IPF9 and win. I'm not going to watch that. Do you know what I mean? I want to watch people to battle. People scratching their head, like what Jess did in South Africa, loading that deadlift when people know, hang on. This is the biggest pool de- in IPF history. Would this girl get it? Would she be the legend? People want to watch things like that. So it's as you mentioned, it's very good for Bodeka. It's, it's not good for her in terms of like potentially losing right? but it's good for her in terms of like putting her weight class on the map, having those battles.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and just to finish off this weight class too, I noticed it. I want to mention as far as the refereeing top three ladies made all three of their squats. No one got called for depth. They all executed and, and, you know, pretty much squat and bench, all attempts were made at other than uh Mieger's bench Delph is where, you know, they ran into some issues. Um, but yeah, overall great battle. Looking at the team points, it was close again too. France, and Great Britain both had 47 points, both had two first place, but then France had a second place, and Great Britain only had third place. So that was the tiebreaker. And then Norway got the uh, third best team at 35, and again, 27 nations. So, on the open men's side, 30 nations, on the open women's side, 27 nations. And then, looking at the best lifter, this is r- real close. <laughs> so, the third best lifter, Chiara Bernardi from Italy, 113.55 points the second best lifter Body butter from great Britain, 113.61 and then just beating around i don't know if they were calculating this because they were also focusing on the the deadlift and everything like that was uh sonita mulu from belgium 113.62 so just barely beat out Body butter It's pretty crazy
2: yeah man. Just, just to put this in context right and um, this is since we start we move to um ipf point it's very hard for um, larger classes, like heavyweight classes to win best lifter. It's very, very hard. And then for her to come in and win best lifter in Europe against people like Bobby Butter, as you mentioned there, against like Kiara being in the 50, well, 63, Bobby Bata being in the 57. It's just like, not just illustrates how massive our performance was, because for you to l- literally like, Trump these girls and win it is just was amazing. And then funny enough is we were all there because we as Tim Britt we were expecting Bobby to win it. We thought Bobby went won it. We sat there was like, yeah, Bobby won the best lifter. When they went like third, kiara and they said Bobby second, we all looked to each other and was like, what the fuck is going on here? Bobby second? <laughs> Picked upon it. And then we look up Sanita on the back there, she was already smiling. I was like, oh my god, she <sighs> done <damn> it. <laughs> so yeah, it was um, it was interesting. It was interesting to see a like a heavy class like that and winning best lifter. is literally like it was monstrous. It was amazing.
1: It's gonna be it looks like it's gonna be somewhere around top fifteen all time on points on the women's side. So like other people with 113 points are like Bonica. Maria T Sam Calhoun. So she's already up kind of on that level as far as the points.
0: There it is. And Team France, man, winning. Okay, as as Team France, everyone knows the French women, but this was close. Even on points with GB came down to the medal count. That's
2: that's pretty yeah. close. You should that's say off. GB go up. GB go up. GB got shooters. GB got shooters. They they Thank almost you. swept. They almost swept They almost you know, swept. Um, I mean, um, just the, my final point in the uh, area about the nations, just to um, be clear, I think in Europe, we have about, I think, 44 nations, if I'm right. And in the men's side, we had 30 nations compared to the European Championship. And the women's side, we had 27 nations compared. Basically, this is, again, that's another illustration to say how powerlifting is actually growing in Europe. That standards going up, and people are joining the sport, and people are coming in. You know, to have 30 nations out of 44 being a competition—that's massive. Yeah. That is massive. That's incredible. So yeah, that's a lot yeah, of countries.
1: They have some weight classes, like on the women's side, 57s had 20 lifters, the 69s had 20 lifters as well. So that's like pretty pretty stacked there as far as how the depth on those weight classes on the men's side. Your 83s had 21, 93s had 24. 105 is at 25 so that's that's real real big deep uh weight classes there for a european championship or any other championship because i know for us for like north americans it's much smaller the top lifters don't go we might get like you know five to ten nations and you might get like you know five or six lifters in a weight class and stuff like that so it's it's way different environment here for europeans
0: It's the way it should be should we all good should we wrap it up put it on a close Arian? you let yeah, me close know this off all right listen everybody who's listening whatever platform you're listening on please do subscribe not just to the king of the list but the sabato sessions as well give us high ratings tag us in your instagram posts and your stories and we will holler back at you and until next time six pack lab at six up and we are out